0: Hey, Dr. Drew here, and this is just a reminder that the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care or medical evaluation. This is purely for entertainment and education. We hope you learn something, but see your doctor, get proper medical care. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life
2: with Bob Hoy and Dr. Drew. Here we are.
0: Bob, you can gather us around.
2: And we're going to gather around again, ladies and gentlemen, around the iPhone 7S. That's what I have, With And listen Jay.
0: to another
3: episode. You, you got the iPhone 7.
2: I got the iPhone 7 uh-huh. here. I got a problem on this one. I got a problem. <laughs> the brightness <laughs> keeps dimming back down. Nate the man behind the board is a tech wizard. How how steel. do I get the iPhone 7S to not do that? You know I what don't it is. Want you know it why it that's them. happening? It's why? The,
0: because your your little your thing your your Display thing keeps popping up, and you probably hit it or something, right? Wouldn't that be that? Or maybe it's connected to the volume thing somehow. You've
2: connected oh, is it, there. it connected to the volume oh, yeah. thing? Why does yeah. uh, why is technology so hard, Jay?
3: Because we're luddites and we we're we're you know Peter Gabriel digging in the dirt type of guys <laughs> to
2: find the places I got hurt climbing up on Salisbury Hill. Or
3: that song also. I love that song. So
0: before we were, the mic's heated up, we were kind of t- t- tilting towards loneliness. Is that what we were getting into? No, I don't you, think You it, were complaining a little bit about Real. He's getting real. I have real. I've been
3: here. Not complaining. You, were, you guys were we in a We were complaining. Like the left and the right just oh, yeah. pulling you in all directions. Yes, it's like, we how about you grow a fucking well, spine and you gotta go do your job?
2: Here's here's. Uh, but the left and the right, they're no, pulling on me. No, but people say, well, how is it that you and Drew are so connected? He's coming from the right towards the center over the last 20 years. I'm coming from the left towards the center, and we feel like we're the only two people in the center.
3: You're not, because I'm, I'm, right? I'm in the center looking at both of you on either side of me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think you're meeting somebody from the right in the center, they got you where they want you, because they keep moving <laughs> further to the right. That's true. And then when you meet them in the center, that. it's like where Reagan was. Oh, yeah. That's oh. you now. It's like Reagan. No, I'm like, like right the all Because the, the the left stays... Where the left is. The right keeps – and I wouldn't legitimize either party with my affiliation, period. (laughs) Sorry. You're voting for a necktie. You know what party I like? Block party. What's up? (laughs) Let's watch our parents get day drunk and ghost ride our bikes down the street. Yeah. So the right goes farther right, like whether it's a Ralph Reed or it's a this or it's a Trump, and then the left goes to the middle, which is now where the right just was. And the right keeps drifting further right, and the left keeps following Let them. Let me
2: argue for Drew. Let me be Drew for a second. Sure. The, those ideas are correct in economics, in foreign policy, in military action, but not in this crazy transgender bathroom stuff. So the left is going left on a certain thing. But you're right in the basic things that government talk about, econ- economics, uh, security, Democrats over the last 30, 40 years have become more conservative, definitely. The Good line said. has moved. But but transgender bathrooms, really? You know what I said when that was a big issue? I'm from L.A. We don't allow anyone to go to public restaurants, so it won't
3: matter <laughs> you either way. Buy, yeah, that's why we go to uh, Barnes & Noble. Let's just take a shit. <laughs> don't have bathrooms. I'm not going to <laughs> my no. books. I want to take a dump at Starbucks. Let me
0: in. But here's, here's the thing about One bathroom for
2: 40 people that just had double espressos.
0: <laughs> locked, <laughs> locked bathroom with a code. What's the password? Yeah. If it's What's over four code? digits,
2: i got to write
3: it down. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about transgender bathrooms, again, like, it's a carnival game. And it's tilted our way. People with hearts and souls that pause, it's tilted towards inclusion. You can't – historically, it's been proven out. Like, blacks weren't allowed to play baseball. Is it was a great – like, people think, like, steroids was the biggest, like, crazy cover-up in the history of baseball. Like, no, blacks were not allowed to play – for centuries, like, that's way bigger, and now it's, nobody even thinks about it, you know, until somebody, like, yells a racial slur from, like, the bleachers at Fenway, like, hey, how are ya? Mookie! <laughs> what are you, little lost, Mookie? Like, my name's not Mookie, my name's Carl. It's like, oh, he's being racist, but, like, with transgender bathrooms, it's like, well, I'm not gonna have, some, like, the, the photos, it's all, like, meme, it's bullshit. It's a flash in the pan. It's meme based. Where did it go? Where did
2: the activism for transgender bathrooms go? Remember how heated it was last year? Where did it go? You wouldn't know. Did it get solved? Did it get solved, Drew? I don't think so. Well, because that's
3: what I'm saying. You're proving my point. It's a flash in the pan. And when you send me a meme of a biker with a giant cock wedged (laughs) into like My Little Pony underpants, that's not who a (laughs) transgender person is. You don't know. Like, Tilda Swinton is like Drew didn't see that you'll picture. Like, Drew
2: didn't see that picture. That was at Coachella,
3: I believe, that picture
0: that went yeah, around the know. internet. Tilda Swinton. You
3: like, that's as close <laughs> as you'll see. Like, like, David Bowie, Tilda Swinton. Like, that's as close. You go, like, maybe that's a transgender. You wouldn't know they were transgender walking into, you know, the ladies' There's room not somebody at look the like bathroom. A lady. That's why they're transgender. Because <laughs> their entire lives, their body has said, this isn't right. This isn't you. You're a woman, so they've done everything to look and act and behave like a woman. Sure, it's not some guy with his crank out like, "Hey, I'm a chick." <laughs> like that guy's getting bounced. It's it's like hockey;
0: it'll police itself.
3: <laughs> okay,
0: three two three six four nine eight two six eight. Please, Facebook folk, give us a call three two three six four nine eight two six eight. Nate, if you can pick up, that... you just gave out my phone number on your show. not. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. just that gave was out my cell phone number. was cell phone you got the number? We literally just gave out my phone. Cheryl, Cheryl's on the air. Cheryl's calling you, Jay. Uh, more stories, of course. Uh, <laughs> hashtag more stories. Hi, Cheryl.
1: <laughs> What's the story? Hi. Morning, Glory. Yeah. So, I'm a 49 year old woman who relocated out here to California to get sober. If I make it to the 26th, I'll have 22 months. Right Please. on. Well and sober. Thank you. I work in the industry. Um, I left behind my only child to come out and do this in Oklahoma and he's still there I had to leave my family and when I came out here I was the intentions of being out here 45 to 90 days and returning home and I knew for me and my sobriety returning home was not an option because it would be a waste of time what I've discovered in my sobriety and with my giving back to newcomers and to uh, new sponsees is how the problem I've had is trying to explain to them that being selfish is okay because there's such a negative stamina with that word selfish with my own people. I'm Native American, by the way, I'm straight off the Osage reservation born and raised.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I'm a minority within a minority within a minority. Um,
3: wrapped in a riddle.
1: We're taught to...
3: <laughs> they you got it. Like, they say that uh, An enigma and,
1: wrapped in a riddle. And one, one of the things that we're taught is humility, how to be humble. And so, having to explain to other Native Americans outside of my own people, you know, wanting to be sober, needing to be sober, having to get sober, and explaining to them it's okay to be selfish. And to do what you have to do. Well,
0: it depends what you mean by it's selfish. To, it, it, well, she's talking about her kid, well,
2: obviously. Yeah. I, Are uh, you getting criticized? I'm getting a giant you,
3: whammy here that I think I could clear a lot of the snow ahead. from the street here go <laughs> intuitively. Go ahead. And that is uh, well. What I mean is, right.
1: it's, go ahead. Go ahead. I, it's it's hard for me to explain. I'm sorry. It's hard for me to explain to all people. You know, it's okay to be selfish. Okay, we this got we heard, you. We get, we get that, we heard you. you. If you're
3: 40, would you say you're 49? Yeah. So your child's yeah. how how old is Right? My my child is 17. He okay.
1: was 15 when I came out here. Okay. So the
3: selfishness you're talking about is your feelings of guilt about leaving an unhealthy life behind in uh, was it Oklahoma?
0: It literally is the same yeah. guilt you should feel if you had to have a surgery and had it done to save your life. Why would you wouldn't feel guilty if you did that? Why do you feel guilty if you saved it's your the life?
2: It's relocation and leaving the kid behind. Yeah, in but well, but, you, but well, what if she had to selfish. go selfish? That's yeah. getting well. Yeah, that's nothing that
3: to do with to your selfishness. Guilt about yeah. leaving your child behind, and I think you need to uh, let yourself off the hook for that. Cheryl. Yeah, agreed. And hey, you yeah. said well, you hold on I was like and You and said if you go I- back, it would be a waste of time. And that's incorrect, and you know that's incorrect. If you went back, you would be unhealthy immediately, and you would be very sick immediately. That's why you can't go back.
1: You got it. And people got don't it. understand. But that. My question was this: I I accepted my reasonings and why I had to do this for me. That's and not. That's not that selfish. That
0: is not selfish. That is everything but selfish. Exactly.
2: But
1: yeah, but I can see how you.
2: So you're getting labeled as. Are you getting labeled as selfish by fellow members? No, by yourself or by yourself. No, just by yourself.
0: yourself. Her son seems to be working a little bit too.
1: Who's calling you selfish?
2: Uh, You, your son.
1: Oh, I've I've had. No, not my son. My son understands. He honestly, he's an only child, but that kid is amazing. Um, He does understand. He wants me home. Don't get me wrong, and I'm. In fact, I'm flying home in December for like three days. And this will be the first time since I set foot off that plane at LAX, January 26, 2016, that I will have returned home. But it's actually, I think my question's been misunderstood.
3: I don't think you asked one. I I'm
1: sorry. having a, I, I'm sorry. It's okay. um, I'm having a hard time explaining to newcomers and oh. to potential sponsors and new sponsees. The definition of selfishness without it having a negative stamina, and I know I've had my own people reach out to me about my sobriety, my story, what I have to do, what I had to do, and trying to tell them Well, first this off, is okay first off, let me selfish. explain one thing.
2: Do not be concerned with what newcomers think of your narrative and your sobriety.
3: Secondly, let's remove the word selfish <laughs> yeah, don't entirely. Use the word, yeah, Nobody yeah, comes in. Like, yeah. You're introducing the yeah. word selfish don't use to the that newcomers. Word. Don't
0: use that word. You're acting out your own guilt by using yeah, that word. Exactly. Stop using that word.
3: You're getting well. And and, and, talk uh, and, and, what, and can pause. Can it. your son come here, Cheryl?
1: He actually did. And when he was out here for three and a half weeks, and when he... When we got to the house, he said, I hate it. It's too loud. It's too noisy. It's too big. I said, son, it's midnight. (laughs) It's nighttime. And he goes, I hate it. I'm used to the quiet. I'm used to the country. You know, you're talking about taking the country mouth and putting it in the city. And that was him. Um, you know, so relocating out here and living out here is just not healthy and conducive for him. Um,
3: well, he's, he, For me, it is.
1: It's different.
3: It is if it ties to your well being, you know. And uh, exactly. it's, you know, I, I, I can't. I think Drew would agree with me. I think that your poem, you might want to push that back to March.
0: Yeah, at least. And and you must start going to Al Anon. You said you were in the industry two years sober, working in the field. That is that is dangerous. Go to Al Anon. A lot of this confusion about their guilt and your, career, uh, um, the, straighten that all out in some Al Anon program. You must go to Alan. You can't, nobody can work in the industry that is in recovery. Bob, how many, what am I going to say?
2: Five years. But five years. I and, but, lowered it to three because I couldn't find it. Hold on, but what else did I say? <laughs> wait, what Can did we I just say? clarify? Wait, you had it five years I know, had it five, I, a five, I
0: know, but, but what do I say about <laughs> if you're going to work in the field? I don't care if it's three or five. You got to go to Allen or have a therapist. You yeah, have to. Which right. field? Show business. Addiction.
2: Uh, no, Addiction. ours are working in rehab.
0: Addiction. Right.
2: So the, initially, I thought she was like in show business. No, no she's, she's in, said, in recovery industry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The new industry, Jay, is recovery <laughs> industry. Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought it was agents for <laughs> abduction victims. That's oh, a which reminds me, hold on, hold out. on. I, I, I am. Uh, I've got to remind everybody this week that. Um, Let's see. Tonight. Help me with this. Yeah, when is this? Tonight,
2: Uh,
3: AETV.com. Watch Dr. Drew interview Elizabeth Smart, who is abducted for- No, I uh, think it's
2: just a documentary about her. Next week, he interviews her. No, it's this week. Monday, November 20th. (laughs) Yes, We can't get yes. it straight.
0: AETV.com. It airs it. tonight. Yeah.
2: You're on the show, Drew, and we don't know when.
3: It's tonight. No, I, I said <laughs> it I said it three times, and everybody corrected me incorrectly. Jay's always right. All right. That's so not true Susan at all, actually. Susan said that It's the, really important to me. Okay, it thing. is
6: confusing. I know. Okay, so Facebook listeners right now, this is the podcast that's going to air next Monday. Okay. So Drew has an announcement for the podcast listeners.
3: Oh, right.
2: Right. So we're in a special space and so time. So Jay here. was right, yeah. and- I was right. We were both right, Norton.
0: It's airing tonight on A&E at 10 p.m. Also check your local listings, depending on time zone. Elizabeth Smart, Questions Answered, it's called. And the documentary started the whole conversation, repeating also tonight, 8 and 11, uh, before and after our special. Again, it's all on A&E. Catch full episodes also available on the A&E website, AETV.com. Thank God you got that interview, by the way. As opposed to... Like Chris Hansen? <laughs> Elizabeth Smart,
3: I want to ask you about sex. Like the one word he can't say. He's in charge of to catch a predator. He goes, it seems like you came here for sex. <laughs> like he has a stroke every time he has to say the word sex. He goes, did you bring your wine coolers? Yes. <laughs> did you bring your condoms? When I read your emails, I'm going to put it in your blank. That reads to me like you drove from Tallahassee to Berea, Ohio for sex. <laughs> It seems like you wanted sex. <laughs> sex.
0: <laughs> Thank God he didn't like cover an assassination like, like, like the says, president has been shot. He says sex like Foster Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, sex. sex. Seems like I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> Is and my head's getting guy? larger
2: due to alcohol poisoning. Is he the guy that makes you behave poorly in, in a restaurant, and then you see if people no, no. intervene? Who's that guy? Uh, I don't know. Because that, that guy's name. a weird, That's what moralist would you do? too. What would you? What do? What would you do? You seen that I, show?
3: Yeah, I don't. They make me uncomfortable. I always wanted to be unpunked because I'm like nobody ever just punched this kid and cracked this fucking orbital socket into his <laughs> head. Like, hey, your truck with your kid in it didn't roll into the lake. Oh <laughs> Like, no, like you know they're going to cover it with cameras, 16 different angles. Nobody ever just dropped him when he came out to go. Surprise.
0: we got Steve from Atlanta. Steve. Steven. Hey, Steve. I love this guy.
7: This is Hey, you live.
0: You live, buddy. What's happening? What's
7: happening? happening? How are you doing? Not much. Uh, thanks for, for taking my call. I just wanted to – I've got a question for you. But first, I just wanted to uh, say a big thank you to Bob. Um, Bob, you've made a, a, just a huge impact in my life. I've been in recovery you a know, little under 15 years, and the program's changed my life. It's changed my dad's life. Uh, Mom's been in Al-Anon for a long time. She wow. It's her, too. And, you know, I really, uh, I just, I get it. You know, when Bob talks, I really get it. It comes straight from the heart. You Thanks, Thank man. you.
2: means a lot to me. Thank you. Don't give cool. a big head now, you know. You ever been to meetings in Atlanta? Yeah.
0: No, they got. I never really went to Atlanta. What is you got to stroke part, Jay Moore a little better. He's gonna. Be never, he's gonna. We're gonna lose him the rest of the night. No, the part, stop the, that.
2: The part go, of it. Go the, to the triangle. What? <laughs> yeah. What's the part the like? It, I always call it the Melrose part of Atlanta, and there's meetings out there in that area. What? Like it's got a name like the Fan District or something. Anyways, I go to Atlanta. Decatur. The SWAT. Like twenty twenty years ago, so I had like two years of sobriety. And we go there, and they're really, they're burning sage, and they come around with a feather over you. And I just said, am I in fucking Malibu? Where uh, am I right yeah, now? Malibu. And I realized, uh, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the meeting <laughs> I'm talking about. meditation <laughs> meeting. Yeah, that's the Monday, <laughs>
7: Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Friday, meditation meeting. Yeah. And they have a big... Uh,
2: Feathers.
7: I forget and, what the name of it is. Yeah, it's, and it's...
3: Sounds more like burlesque, yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> so I what what town right is at that? home yeah. in Atlanta.
3: Wow, great. What part of town is that?
2: What is that part of uh, town called? You, call? Buckhead, it's off Road. Yeah, you there's
3: know the a...
7: bridge that burnt down? Okay, it's right next to that. When did that the
3: bridge, bridge burn down?
7: Uh, we had a guy that burned a bridge down I-85. Yeah, a guy? I just one guy when did burned, the down
2: burned down a bridge? Down.
3: <laughs> when did it burn down?
7: Yeah. Yeah, he, he got mad and set fire to a chair. Don't they just fix the it? CDC. Wouldn't they just fix it? I could ask like a third time. <laughs> it took him... Right. Five, six weeks, but the I-85 was shut down for five or six weeks. Oh, yeah, it was a mess.
2: Hey, is that roads going up to Athens yet? Did they, did they finish that Who road? Who gives a shit? Hi,
3: Chris. What's <laughs> your question? You're on Steve. the air. Yeah, see what's up? Good God. <laughs> you guys are done right, blowing right. each other. Maybe here's, we have a conversation.
2: <laughs> um,
7: you guys were you guys were talking about social media. Uh, having, you know, we've, you've had a, quite a few discussions about social media, and I don't know if you've ever heard of somebody named Ray, Ray Kurzweil. Oh, sure. I met him about seven years ago. Yeah, he's a you know an inventor. He's had amazing you know ability to forecast just about everything in technology. He's, he you an article uh, with Fortune magazine a couple months ago, he said that uh, the power and influence of governments is decreasing because of the tremendous power of social networks and, well, and you can economic trends. But to, he said that uh, social here. networks.
0: To me causing the power and no the that, that to me that's the same thing as saying uh, newspapers it's, no it's 1790 okay. and somebody says you know the mob in the street is is diminishing the power of the government like yes the court mobs always do that right that's why that's why cities in, in Europe are set up around these tiny little small squares they didn't want to create large spaces for' people to congregate Wait, because the again? most yeah. the, the cities in 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 Western Europe or, or even Eastern Europe are built around tiny city squares. When they used to have big open spaces, people would congregate and form mobs. So they started eliminating those big spaces. Wow. We've created the ultimate gigantic space with Los social Angeles. media. Social media, the and valley, the valley, <laughs> the big but
2: open space. But but, but How about social- the diversity of the valley from Pacoima to to Sherman Oaks Ugh. and all parts in between. Oh. I don't want to think
0: about the valley right now. No, but, thank you.
2: But it's true that that social media is mobs more diminished, powerful. Mobs diminish more... governments. But it's also – yes.
3: That's I'll, it. I'll say That's this all to I'm Chris's saying. point. Is that a Steve, bad thing?
2: Steve, yes. Mobs? No, not mobs. The social media social giving m- power over to populism. To is the that mob, a bad thing? To the because mob.
3: it gives a voice to those people that you're arguing with that you should not be arguing with, Bob. It I'm cr- trying creates... not
2: to argue. I just, I just – it's hard not to sometimes.
3: What are you telling? <laughs> you gonna, were
2: angry for 19 years. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I
3: don't argue. You never not see me arguing. Really. Yeah, I noticed that. If you argue as an peaceful. adult, you're
2: a fool. There's a peacefulness about you. Well, Somebody also, hasn't said that
3: about me in a long time. I'll well, take it. I accept. You do? If you say how you feel, nobody can argue with how you feel. But I was in a marriage for ten years where that was proven incorrect.
2: Well, you're, <laughs> like you're... I
3: feel like this. It's like no, that's not what I said. But, but like true. But I feel like this. Yeah. that's how I feel right now. Let's talk about this. Uh, you know.
2: And did uh, it, And it was a complete surprise. Do you want no, to talk it about was, it a little it, bit?
3: Sure. It was a no. It wasn't a surprise at all. It was. It was. It was very—it's it's a watercolor on a wall getting too much light, and you see it fading and fading and fading. It's like, you know, if we just move this a little over, it won't get light and it won't fade. It's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking
2: about? What are you talking about? It was— um, Did you go to marriage counseling? Uh, can't go alone. Oh, so there was no partnership in that. I so to... I went to marriage part, uh, counseling, and I soon realized after about six months that he's really just telling us how to divorce. It's it's very subtle how they do it, Drew. Well, but, for
3: you guys, that's what he's telling you guys, because he saw the writing on the wall. Is, <laughs> I'm being serious. Yeah, like, he probably right. saw, like, you know, I could, you know, take these guys' money for the rest of my life, or I could just show them but isn't the But
2: isn't that a weird call? Like, you get to know the couple for about, what would you say, three, four months, and you start to see patterns in their communication. Then finally, at a certain point, the therapist just goes... this is not uh, fixable and I'm going to help them. I'm going to help them. And he brought it up, too. But I I guarantee
0: both of you guys said something
3: to the therapist, like, I don't even want to be married. Like, or this is not fixable. Like, you have to say it. He's not going to, you know, first do no harm. He can't just put that in your heads.
2: Mm, He brought it up. He said, you know, it just seems like there's these different, you know, he did say one time, I don't know how you two got married. (laughs) That's a bad sign in marriage counseling. It's cool. yeah. Here's
3: the best analogy I had for my personal marriage was it's like being on the Empire State Building and you're in the elevator and you hit every single button for every floor and you hit two and ding you get out of the elevator and go look back and go, Will you come out and talk to me real quick about what happened in the lobby? And it's nothing happened in the lobby. Like you be you become gaslit, like what are you talking about? Then you get back in the elevator, third floor, and then you're on the ninetieth floor, you go all right, so we knocked over a table at seventy one. There's the, like no, 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 because when we get to the top, I'm jumping off. <laughs> like it's a divorce up top. Like I'm leaving the building when we get to the top. So one hundred and eighteen. Like, do you want to talk? What happened? Like, get back in the elevator. You're embarrassing me. And then you get to the top, you jump off, and the moment before you hit the concrete, they go, "Let's go to counseling." Oh, <laughs> and you're like, "No, no, I will not." And I'm profoundly offended at the suggestion. Before my brain spills all over uh,
2: Thirty Second Street, so late. So you didn't. So Drew, what's your take on what's your your take on marriage counseling? You've never really talked about
0: it. I think couples counseling is great, but there is a there is a significant majority that are doing what you were you were worked on.
2: How do you feel about cuckold
0: porn? No,
3: (laughs) not good.
0: Not good. Is how 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 did
3: that occur? It's another form of counseling, isn't it?
0: I guess it works for some people. Is that a guess.
3: therapeutic bond? I guess. If for some, obviously. It's a pretty big niche. Why
0: don't we go down to the bar and find a bowl? But, but a, a majority of who show up need to end.
2: You believe that? That's factually true, statistically true. That, he's uh, agreeing with your yeah. uh, your you don't empire the, state building. You, you don't go
3: in the car lot unless you want to buy a car. You don't go to marriage counseling unless
2: it's but, broken. But let's to the to point talk about where this, you're cause...
3: going in a car together to somebody to referee and look at both of your scorecards, which you shouldn't have in the first place. We've
2: been talking a lot about the twelve step world. So I was told in the twelve step world when I turned there for guidance that sometimes people grow and they're out ahead. You're ahead of them, and you have to wait for them to come up to you. You heard this analogy. That's what you were thinking in
0: treatment? That's what you were thinking about your your relationship?
2: No. People in AA told me how – I went to some people who had successful marriages. And I said, hey, how do you – what do you do? And gave – actually, you know, give me some ideas of what I should do here. And they gave two of them on – they didn't even really know each other. gave the same analogy of, well, sometimes you get ahead in life emotionally or whatever or – and and you have to wait for your partner to catch up. That this is constant, ongoing journey together, right? So then I just felt like we're on a journey and we're not in the same space, right? Your I, I think you,
3: I think you whitewashed this a bit. I don't feel like you were that accepting in the real time in the moment. You're probably like, we're on journey. As long journey, as I'm the one ahead. As long as I'm the one ahead. <laughs> Right. Like, I'm going ahead, and you're just mired in this shit that you want to keep bringing up. I think you probably had a different point of view of it back then.
2: Yeah, I definitely had a different point of view of it. My but friend asked me
3: once, he goes, if you keep going the way you're going, and you get fuck all in return, I go, let me interrupt you right there. If I got fuck all in return, it'd be like going from freshman year to senior year. If I get zero in return, I'd be thrilled. But it was negative results. It was very harmful.
0: So you were getting, un- you were getting- your soul was being undermined. Really, uh the therapist really
3: told me I was in an abusive marriage. Yeah. And then another therapist brought it up separately and I was like, Oh. Yeah. This is what and, we call in my business prolonged suffering. And, d- and Prolonged
2: d- suffering is good for comedy. No, it's not. Because you can't
3: get out of bed to go to the show. Oh well that's <laughs> that's <laughs> There's too
2: that's much. Beyond, pain. <laughs> that's beyond prolonged suffering. Yeah. And uh But you along know, the and way Did
3: you bring did that up don't... to her? There's nothing I didn't bring up. People say and, like and what,
0: and what did she say when you said you two professionals say this is abusive with oh no we suffering. were done at that point ah. and then I was
3: you know sort of explaining what happened but not speaking poorly of the other person because it's not fair they're not there to defend sure. themselves but I mean physically like it was taxing like uh, you know impotence how long
2: did it drag on for
3: um people on the outside looking in go no you were always just running around a bit you know but I, I would say like it, three years it was there's only one conceivable exit and people that uh, on the Art of Charm podcast this lady on, I think her name is Linda Carroll. She talked about the narcissist continuum, where you can always tell the enabler in a relationship they're the ones in the self help aisle <laughs> in the bookstore. Right. You improve yourself and you keep improving yourself. And then you read the four agreements and then you read this thing and then you go over there and you read the anagram code. And every time you do, the narcissist reacts by either turning it down, turning it up, freezing, not reacting at all. So then you go get another book and it's. Um, yeah, people go, leave no stone unturned. And I'm like, there's no more stones. Like, they're dust in my hands. They're gone.
2: You know who's obsessed with the Four Agreements? Stephen s- Adler from Guns N' Roses. Yeah. yeah. He's obsessed with it. Yeah. He did a whole podcast with us about it.
0: He thinks that's how he stayed sober. Oh, really? I mean, he feels that that's been instrumental for him, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Stephen.
3: You got to consider. I don't have to consider anything. I got yeah. one definition of one thing, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I had his mom and him on the podcast. Oh yeah, I, I oh, kicked there you Stephen. Go. I kicked Stephen out. Oh. oh, really? That woman had a hole in her, and I
0: wanted to, you know, go investigate that.
2: Wow, she was beautiful. Yeah.
0: Talk so to Cheryl. Twenty two. Cheryl. No, Cheryl. Twenty two months sober. She's oh, this we, yeah, have, we, yeah, yeah, to yeah, her. we already have Cheryl. Uh, still there? Yeah, Cheryl's still the, a uh, hole. The, was, was there? Oh, hang on a second. Member of the nation. Let me get her back. Which maybe she, she wants – all oh, right, now she's down below. Uh, let's see. This, this is like Otto and George. <laughs> is... Every time Otto is... talks, the show sucks, you know? This is very special. knows every time you talk, the show sucks. Travis. <laughs> Travis, what's up? Yes. Hey, Travis. man, here, Dr.
8: Drew. Holy crap, I can't believe this is happening. Here we are. Hey, you guys live, by the way. You live, too. Huge, huge fan here.
3: Is that your like, um, merch? Is that like okay. It's our aloha. <laughs> your merch <laughs> is
8: I'm um, going through... My first breakup, first love, I'm 31, so I know it's a little late for that, Um, but I was in the closet when I met this guy. Um, When I was 26, we dated for just over four years. Um, So it's been about a month since the breakup. I am also withdrawing from pot at the moment. I was a very heavy user.
2: Wow, what made you do that? You had a have double whammy of depression. Yeah. Loss and depression.
0: Loss and pot withdrawal. Yeah.
2: Depression. Pop yeah, withdrawal. I
0: know, right? I, I, I don't know. I try You're a to do too much at, what's at once. Name? Travis. What's your um, question, Travis? Maybe.
2: He wants to know what? what's your question, Jay asked. What, what is it that. Are you looking for hope? Are you looking for medical ideas? What are you looking for?
8: I guess kind of all of the above. Well, I, I'm, I, I am not sure. a doctor,
2: so I'll give um, you the medical advice. Well, well Butrin. But <laughs> t- mm-hmm. <laughs> some, some, you can't just detox off pot by yourself. People do it all the time. Drew. I, didn't you,
3: I didn't know you had to detox off a pot. I just, oh. I just stopped smoking pot. It, there can be a rough couple of
0: months. Very rough sometimes. Especially yeah, if you're Drew, doing it right. I while remember you're,
8: hearing you talk about. Um, smoking pot and how it's not good for your brain and cause panic attacks and things like that. Yeah. My brain, I've got a lot of trauma in my past, you know, in my childhood, mental, physical, sexual, Mm. um, that type of thing. Um, I really turned to pot in the beginning of the relationship, uh, for some reason. Uh, I think over four years it changed my brain chemistry and, um, I'm prone to depression and anxiety already given you know my trauma history and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, are you on any meds now? So,
2: are you on any meds am now? Am I on any meds? Yeah.
8: Yes, I'm. I'm on lorazepam right now. Lorazepam. Oh, no,
2: that, that. I don't uh, know. That's okay. for anxiety, right?
3: Well, that's what he has.
8: Yeah. but yeah. It's no, short. He has depression Yeah, that's too. for anxiety. And, he said and he's because problems. of listening to the podcast, you know, Loveline religiously. um... For years, I'm well aware of the dangers of benzodiazepines. Okay, I'm well aware of right, the addiction factor there. Addiction runs in my family. This guy's you know, it. I've got two brothers who are uh, heroin addicts, a father who is an alcoholic. Um, so, I, I'm well aware of of the dangers of the benzodiazepines. So, I'm really trying to not take as many as I'm allotted every day. Okay. Um, and,
0: and be careful about that. I, I mean, you should but, you should uh, use that,
2: them. That would put you in constant withdrawal.
0: Yeah, don't use them for more than a week or two, period. They are very dangerous oh. for
2: you. See. No yeah, sh- oh, see. Yeah, she
0: gave me a, a month's supply. I've oh. never been on them before. Put your address, hold on. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you need to see somebody who really understands what you're going through. A psychiat- That was not a psychiatrist that said that, was it? Mm-mm. Yeah, you need to see a. psychiatrist. No, that was a primary care doctor. Yeah, you oh, need my you, dentist. You, you need to see yeah, a
2: psychiatrist. Give you first order of
0: business, my friend, is get to get to a psychiatrist, somebody who's treated ah. cannabis addiction, okay? So you can deal with the depression and, and and withdrawal and anxiety, all of it together, and and maybe get and then that person can refer you to a therapist? You can get some trauma therapies going. I mean, you need to get a whole sort of little plan going. And you hey. got to make a yeah. make a yep.
2: list of what you just told us cuz you feel relaxed and you 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 feel attached to Dr. Drew so you it, it's really easy to say all these things but it may not be with a very cold first time visit to a psychiatrist and they tend Drew they tend to you know 20 30 minutes yeah. facts yeah. and yeah. get you out of there. Yeah, yeah. You should list all those things on a little piece of paper. I always tell clients That's a good idea. and when you're with the psychiatrist list off you were sexually abused, you were you have a family history, History of addiction and two brothers who are heroin addicts you yeah. say that the psychiatrist is going to stop in their tracks well, and yeah. pause yeah and
0: then say there's so much pot I smoke this is yeah. when I stopped here's how much lorazepam I'm using and then boom he, he Travis or she can, can I ask uh,
3: Jay Moore can I tell you something buddy no, yeah. you can't, Jay. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, you're like the most withered guy. No, I, didn't talk,
0: I didn't
7: call to talk to you,
4: Jay. <laughs> <He> <laughs> None for you, people. Mr. Moore.
2: He called for free medical advice. He's killing everyone around yeah, you, Leon. Guess, you want to talk yeah, to him? You talk to well, him.
3: Yeah, He's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you're like uh, the most withered guy that I've ever heard call so a, a show. Yeah, and yeah. I, if you, I, I think just you being honest with you and going to see a, a psychiatrist. psychiatrist ASAP yeah. like yesterday. Yeah. You're going to be okay, man. Yeah. Like you're not like your family. Yeah. You're not like those around you. You're smarter than your peers. Um, you've been through hell and back, and you're you're just
0: like I'm. Just getting this energy from you. Like you're just completely with it. He, he just needs a little help. I agree. He he needs some help right now. Okay.
8: Yeah. So I have a ther- I have a therapist, and she says the same exact oh, thing. Oh, there
2: you go. Like so when you start listening to some <laughs> of us, <laughs> everybody says the same thing. Maybe listen. And
8: Let's call blah, Trump blah, and see you what you know, he says. <laughs> uh,
4: but yes, that's but
8: not yeah, so, I I I don't feel very with it right now, but hearing you say that definitely makes me feel You know what a lot you're doing
3: better. is the trauma coming out of the closet and the repercussions of what you perceive were going to be repercussions. You find the love of your life, that person that you broke up uh, the breakup is forever tied to You know, trauma doesn't have to be down. Trauma can be up, like you liberating yourself, finding who you are, coming out of the closet saying, my name is Travis. I'm a homosexual and I'm a loving, beautiful, kind, compassionate human being. That's that's also trauma because you had to come out of the closet. So this person is now tied fairly so to that because you came out of the closet to to have love with this person. Right.
8: Yeah, absolutely. I was... Uh, so you're stalling. I was very this is all extra strict, words. Religious. Great. Baptist, born Terrific. Christian. Doesn't interest I me. <laughs> do, don't for, care. Doesn't for for interest me at all. The better part of. Doesn't matter. You're still it going.
3: Was, it was it doesn't matter. You you're stalling. The reason <laughs> no, your I therapist... Know. Hold on. Your therapist tells you you're with it. We tell you you're with it. I picked up on the fact that you're with it. Everyone around you tells you you're with it, and you don't see a psychiatrist. You're just stalling, because you kind of like the space
0: that you're in. No, no, Why no. do we well, do it? Because we love it. No, no. Trauma survivor. Yeah, no. Here,
8: here's the thing. I have. So seen you, said, a you did that in my podcast. You out said out no, no, um, <laughs> I That was when I first started to deal with mental health and all that. I was raised to believe that not seeing uh, that, seeing a secular therapist and those types doesn't of things, matter. It doesn't, matter. You doesn't matter. It doesn't aside. matter. Everything you're saying doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nobody okay. has
3: put it aside. Yeah. He has. He's put that aside. moved on. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and, all just words to keep him from going to a psychiatrist. Yeah, and, you're and, too with it. Just when, get when, your act. Just when, go.
0: When, when you said that's what we do, I assumed you meant everybody. But I, I'm saying let's keep that in the the trauma survivor category. Trauma survivors compartmentalize and feel very mortified of ever addressing the trauma. It's over. It's done. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done uh, i have done. I've dealt with. I've dealt with. Nobody's asking
3: him to address trauma. We're telling him to go see a psychiatrist. He, he'll have
0: to. He'll need to do that. Well, Bob but and I, mean, I did make that. I it'll be but an evolution. It'll be an evolution. he's very well aware of
3: the fact that he's Get very well, once I he goes I to see his their,
0: but it, their brain doesn't know that the unconscious part is going. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. You don't don't deal with this. Ah, leave that behind. Because they they fear they're gonna. Have I like to, how you assume I'm not a trauma survivor. The, by the way. No, no, I I, I did not I, I did not assume that because when you said we, I thought mm, maybe it included him, but it doesn't include everybody. And, and I it, the fact is, it's about rewiring to that part of the brain, not revivifying the experience. We have to sort of reassure them. I don't revivifying, about, reliving it in any way or re, Why did re- you say reliving. Why you just reliving? Are you a trauma survivor? Because because sometimes some people. If people fear it's going to. They're not only going to relive it, but it's going to be even more vivid than they. Well, let's
2: know. let's stop talking so. the abstract and talk talking the concrete. So uh, I went Travis, through trauma just, therapy, okay, right? And I don't know if Travis wants to or has, but the first time I admitted what you hear tens of thousands of times of victims is they feel guilty, like they brought it on themselves, like they made it happen. When I first heard myself say that. It was the most powerful thing about overcoming it, or, or coming to, to grips with it. Because
0: you were so surprised. Because I it mind. came
2: out of my mouth. I never even thought that. I was just talking to this therapist. It was about six months in. And I said, you know, probably the most thing I feel weirdest about is I kind of liked it. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah, that's,
3: yeah. It feels right? good. Yeah. That's why my had just my shame. Just saying that out good. of
2: your mouth yeah. is – gives you great ability well, so you to attach, start figuring things you out. You attach
0: guilt to that. You say,
3: "Oh, I'm out.
2: Catholic." <laughs> no, that's the
3: <laughs> No, I mean that's but that's I think what separates Travis yeah. from the aggregate yeah. is I I don't think Travis is doesn't want to go uh and I would like you to comment on this Travis. I don't think Travis is stalling going to a psychiatrist because he's fearful of going through all this uh, reliving all this trauma. Are you Travis
8: no, 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 not at all. I, I have done some work. I was more to, right um, than Drew. To deal oh. with
2: it you were more... Jay I should, was I more should right.
8: Be, I need to be in therapy for years. I'm aware of that. And you don't go... I don't go. blame myself for it anymore. Um, yeah. You know, I... Uh, why
2: don't you go to therapy? No, please? not... Why do you not, not go? Because Jay's I argument... Am, why don't you is a go to your psychiatrist?
8: Personally. It's just, I've seen a therapist for... Why don't you, you go know, to a, a psychiatrist? Why time, haven't you been? And then stopped going because, you know, I... Why? I yeah. started smoking more pot. Okay, why don't you see a psychiatrist, fine, Travis? Because I'm pot
2: fine. is better. You
8: know? what? No,
3: therapist is different. Why don't yeah, you see a psychiatrist, it's, Travis? It's
8: that dopamine rush Travis, that my brain
3: is used to When to did getting, the bridge burn down? <laughs> Travis, why don't you Wait, see when, a psychiatrist? No, no, it was a different call. <laughs> it was a different call. Travis, but, why don't you see a psychiatrist? Oh. Straight. Just hold on. Before you answer, okay. I want you to remove mm-hmm. any words that are extra, that are not the answer to, the truthful answer, as to why you have not seen a psychiatrist yet. And don't bring up anything from this moment backwards. Why don't you see a psychiatrist? Just
2: call tomorrow.
8: Okay. So I'm back home in New Hampshire. I moved three hours away. Don't care. um, For for the relationship. My insurance, my health insurance is still in New York. My doctor's in New York. There's so much on the table, I don't even know
3: which one to address. Why don't, you see, why don't you personally yeah, see know. a psychiatrist, Travis? Like, I'm the guy. I'm the snowplow. I, all I got to get to is the street here. Yeah. Why don't you see a psychiatrist? Yeah.
0: Money?
8: I'm deciding Money. whether or not I'm staying in New York or whether I'm staying at home. If I stay at home, then I'm going to get established here. Where do you get live right insurance, now? See a psychiatrist. I'm not against see- seeing a psychiatrist. Are you staying with family? If, Where do you or-
3: live right now, Travis?
8: If I get one in New York New Hampshire. right now. You live in New um, Hampshire? Do you get mail in
3: do you, does your um, mail go
8: to? I, no, it goes to New York. I'm back home in New Hampshire. It's I eventually moved family. to three hours away for the relationship in New York. So basically, I'm established in New York right now. I'm just back home in New Hampshire right now because this is where my friends and family are and my support system. I'm on short-term disability from work.
2: So you got um, so time. I'm so i to go... getting a
8: psychiatrist, but if I were to get a psychiatrist.
3: You'd right get now, well. No, no, no. If you, you were to get a psychiatrist, you'd get well. Dot. You could okay. get... You, you could got get, so much barbed wire all over this field, and none of it's real. Yeah. New York, New Hampshire, yeah. fucking Ohio. Who gives a shit? We just go to a psychiatrist. Well, this is my support. You if just, that's you your just, support you just, system, you just, then have a, then
0: go see one. You just turned to Christopher Walken with the about barbed wire.
3: <laughs> There's barbed wire all <laughs> over the field. Go see somebody. But I'm from New York. I'm in New Hampshire short stay. It's a <laughs> crew. The lion has to show the jackals who he is. Just... You know, I I, uh, I wish really, I was I, I wish really I was working. on
2: top of it with these people. Why
3: not? I just know when there's extra shit, and I wish I was working Everybody's with this guy one on one. extra shit? Will you email me at more stories thirty seven? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. More stories thirty
0: seven thirty seven at gmail. Travis, go ahead and do that. I put him on hold.
3: More stories thirty seven. Th- more MOHR. morestories More stories thirty seven thirty seven at gmail dot com. Please but, but email me. But
0: but I do like the way more uh, Jay goes at the. Um, just answer the question. Like he the still, he still did not answer the question. The really. guy didn't tell me when the bridge burnt down. Right. You know like, why? why? I was
3: doing a fucking ripped uh, Taylor joke when him and Norm Macdonald were in the hallways of Saturday Night Live. Rip Taylor, Rip torn? Yeah.
2: ripped torn, ripped torn. Who's got to confess? Ripped Taylor. Taylor. Looks like Jerry Jones. Yeah.
3: Rip Taylor comes out and goes, uh, him and Norm. Like talk about like a, like Nixon and uh, uh, all <laughs> <Elvis> the shaking hands <laughs> photographs. Like those two. He goes, no, we're from the same town. You know. Uh, yeah, that's where the old theater. You know that theater burnt down last week and rip uh, taylor goes that was supposed to be next week <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking bridge thing was so i could get that fucking joke out and this prick's going no no it's like i-85 <laughs> and the guy burnt it down i got a pizza in the oven speaking of fire a little warm this weekend you guys notice <laughs> when did the bridge burnt down now you know these aquapods i don't know why we got to call them aquapods just eight ounces of water right guys <laughs> like, When went the bridge burnt down <laughs> Holy oh,
0: moly man. How much time we got here? We gotta talk good. to that lady. Okay, we'll talk to that lady. Which, that lady. Which lady? Beth. I'm gonna get Beth. Beth, what's going on there?
2: Beth
6: Hey, how's everyone doing?
2: We're good. We're good. good. What's happening, Beth? Awesome. So
6: I have two questions. Um, the first one is is that my father in law ultimately passed away from addiction and my husband has the addiction gene. And I guess, what's the probability that our son
0: would- 50-50. Uh, 50%. 50-50. 50% generally. Uh, what What's your husband's okay. ethnicity? He's Caucasian. Yeah. He's, all right. Okay, it's 50, it's, it's 50. 50 Yeah, it's 50-50. Nice. it.
2: And usually by the time they're four, <laughs> okay. you know if which part of the 50-50 yeah. it Yeah, yeah. A lot of
6: <laughs> Yeah. Well, like my son is 98% my husband's.
2: okay then well biologically (laughs) that's kind of impossible however no but but she's talking about personality she's talking about personality don't
3: let that get in the way of humor Bob Jesus Christ
2: (laughs) (laughs) no this is this is my thing I believe that we can start to identify our children much earlier as most likely to have and then my, start son Tra- parenting my son Travis them is gay. And then start pa- parenting them. <laughs> the I remember that. I remember the name. <laughs> and start parenting them. So he'll be, he'll be them, emailing you soon. Then start parenting them. Are you following me? Yeah, according, no,
0: I agree. But it's, other, it's only the addicts that can really identify the addiction potential. Oh, you can see it. Well, you yeah.
3: know what that all yeah. is? War- the number one cause of death on earth, and that's Worry. You can worry about your son being an addict yeah. or you can be proactive and educate him and tell him you may not
0: try this because it's what, uh, you know. Yeah, I think that's the key is to help him understand he has a that's gene. and He's seen the gene of the family. It kills people and it has to, it gets going when you feel use substances. And if he has trauma in his life, get that trauma treated because the trauma is what really increases the risk. That he'll go to something and, to, to regulate.
2: And what, Drew? Yeah. And scene. firm boundaries. Firm boundaries,
0: yeah, sure. Firm boundaries. A very Lots a of very absent
2: thing in parenting these days. What's your
0: other question, Beth?
6: Alright, so my other question is is that um, like I said, my husband has the addiction gene and he's he's extremely smart. He has a PhD, he's an engineer, but he currently um, <coughs> like smokes pot and drinks uh, very regularly. And I guess my question is is that he's completely functioning normal. Like it's he's not, you know, going to the extreme What's in terms the of addiction, but how safe is this to maintain and should he really be 100% clean because he clearly has oh, the addiction genius? Don't say
3: anything True Why don't you answer that uh, This is Jay it, Just right now answer that for me You Beth You, Beth, Beth. you answer that exact question yeah. for me. You answer that for me as if I just answered. it.
6: If, if he should be clean
3: You just Whatever you just asked, I want you to answer the question right now. Don't even think. Just answer the question for me.
6: I mean, like, I feel like the answer, obviously, is yes. Like, he should be clean, but that's so much easier said than done.
2: Right, both true. For who now? I'll, I'll, can I add something, Jay? I just want for to say, add a, first of all, I just want to say, add a
3: girl. M- yeah, make
2: Good job. make it easier for who? See, because it's hard to confront a semi-functioning addict. That, I don't
3: think he's very functioning, to be honest. Yeah, oh, he, okay, yeah, this, okay. This is a he, he
0: has consequences, but he won't, You've got to be really motivated to change. We talked about disgust in the last show, and people have to reach some point that they're willing to change. <laughs> and that feeling, that point, is usually I'm going to die. I'm going to lose my freedom where I'm totally disgusted with myself. And those things motivate change. But until he gets there, it's not going to change. Let's do Jay's... A lot of of self-help books. Let's do your
2: (laughs) Empire State Building with it. So you guys... So he was drunk and made a scene in the lobby, and you guys are on the second floor, and uh, he's just only going to smoke pot, right? And he's sorry for what happened in the lobby? Is that what's going on, Beth? That's pretty abstract. No, see, that's
6: the whole point, is that...
2: That's he how has, it works. Like, he
6: never becomes aggressive or makes you seem nothing. He's completely a functioning, a hundred percent like.
2: So he's emotionally he, unavailable, you know, like dirty, and he doesn't like, nurture nor nor he's not fully uh, present in his a, parenting uh, or marriage.
3: A Beth.
6: In, in our marriage, no. He's always had like emotional regula- regulation problems. A Beth. So like,
2: yeah.
3: You you wouldn't have called if this wasn't a problem, sweetheart.
2: Oh, that's a good point.
3: Nobody calls because, you know, hey, who knows? Uh You called because it's a problem, and this is the uh, intermediate step between actually taking the step. Let's just call a spade a spade here. Okay. Yeah, that
6: is true. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So this is like the safe step. You get to call. You get to talk to uh, like a celebrity like Drew and Bob, and then I don't know. I had a Boston accent. Drew and Bob, <laughs> by the grace of God, <laughs> and, and then you get to the call back, get a little advice. You became and, uh, the mailman you know, from Cheers all of a sudden. Yeah. And uh, well, well, you know, I appreciate that, Nami. Uh, and then you get to tell your friends like this is what Drew and Bob said, and you know, it's this existence. It's like a satellite, and you you got to be the planet here. You know, and you're a moon right now. Yeah. Uh, but you you wouldn't have called if this wasn't a problem. Um, and it's a scary place. So let's give kid. her a
2: solution. Here's what I would do: nudge him to go to uh, get assessed at an outpatient program. Just keep, All however, right. your relationship is. Just go to meet some counselor somewhere because there's a there's a entryway He's into. A sub- right now. Okay. Okay. Good. Do they. It, do you go with them with him sometimes? Because a lot of therapists of addicts will have their spouses come in for one he does, session. He won't allow it. Right, to figure out what <laughs> he the he truth will, is. He, he won't, won't it. allow <laughs> it. Because yeah. he can change the narrative yeah. when
3: he comes home. Yeah. Right?
6: Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they 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 mentioned it. I haven't gone yet. I'm more hesitant to go, but they have mentioned us coming in together. There you You
3: should
0: do it. Do you that. You I recommend go, that.
3: Be, you won't go, Beth, because the truth is there and it's scary. You're in a very scary place because the next step, it's a doorway you're at right now. And yeah, maybe, maybe.
0: Yeah. Or maybe accepting reality For, as and it, it is. Well, and, that's and, the yeah. doorway. Yeah.
3: You know, it's, you know, if I go to therapy, I'm going to see firsthand, like, what's actually going around, around. and I don't know. But, Beth, you know, another way to do it, I had this once where a therapist told me, just look at the person and go, I need you to stop drinking. And that's all you say. No matter what the person says back, I need you to stop drinking. Well, I you got some balls <laughs> coming at me. And when they're done talking, you go, I, I need, need you to stop, stop drinking. drinking. And that's, that's I like all that. I said for like 48 hours. And then they went to like Antigua. To <laughs> the cr- well, crossroads. It was nice and expensive.
2: Oh my God. It's hard to get there too. You got to have a passport. How many alcoholics have a passport? Well, mine. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Go
0: to the therapy session. we got to wrap things good. up. Got to wrap it up. Jaymore, Jaymore37 is the Twitter handle. We've got uh, More Did Stories you really Podcast. Go to New America's no, Lakers me. Podcast. Personally,
3: Holy, you're talking about my plugs, Forrest. Jeez,
0: Forrest. <laughs> New America's Lakers Podcast, hashtag A Lakers Pod right? Uh, I didn't know that. They yeah.
3: keep, I go ask ALP if you guys got Lakers questions, you can hit me up uh more sports whatever. You know what? Just tweet me. I'll hit, I'll hit you back. You gave out your email address. <laughs> no, um, that's the website one. I didn't okay. give out my personal one. Uh that's, check out uh, Cuckold Fantasy. Todd. Also check Gov. out the,
0: the uh Elizabeth Smart uh uh special. Oh, no, no, no. let's se-
3: let's separate oh. from my
0: sentence from yours a little bit here. Right.
3: Like mine's like a goofy sentence and yours is like an incredible piece of work. <laughs> right. well. I'm making porn jokes and you're like also
0: Yeah, A N E T V dot is where you can follow the details about Elizabeth Smart Special. Monday November twentieth at ten PM is when we're doing the uh, questions answered. Tonight. It'll tonight. be tonight, tonight if you're listening to the tonight. podcast. If to tonight. The
2: podcast. Tonight. Get your questions answered. And I can't differentiate Elizabeth Smart from the other girl from Berkeley. There was another one. What was that one's name? Patty Hurst. All right. No, there was a, the heaviest one I ever heard of was the one that was held captive. They caught her in a mall.
0: Yeah, she's at the food court. She was so heavy. heavy. It was like a year and a half. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And she yeah. had children with the guy. Oh, yeah. Remember? This
3: is a big ending you guys end on. Tell the
2: Facebook. We're trying to build up his A&E show, Jay.
0: <laughs> a kidnap girl in a food court in the mall that's heavy <laughs> Those of you listening to the podcast uh, We thank you all for joining us Jay, thank you as always, man Good to see you really, it do, I would do. I
3: would see you every week
0: just, I love being
3: around you Let's like, do buddy.
0: it oh, yeah. uh, The producer's it. bringing you back Bob, yeah. good to see you, man Oh, this is Bob This is Bob Who's
3: this guy? This is Nate the man I thought that was Bob That's uh, Nate uh, the man sorry about that. should have known the guy with the Halloween socks Two weeks after When did the bridge burn down? May 5th, 1992. It's supposed to be May 7th.
2: Why wouldn't they just build the
0: bridge? (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. All right. All right. It is fall, and your immune system is about to get tested, everybody. Not only does the changing weather mark the start of cold and flu season, it's also back to school time when kids become walking Petri dishes. While catching something may be inevitable, there is no excuse for letting yourself get dehydrated in the process. So when you're wiped out with cold or flu, the first piece of advice always is to drink plenty of fluids, but we seem to forget that. Now once you've started feeling dehydrated, it's already too late for water or sports drinks. Rapid rehydration requires the proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water, and nothing gives this like Hydrolyte. Hydrolyte's formulation is based on established, proven science, and it is the simply best rehydration product I've found in this country. Hydrolyte comes in great flavors orange berry lemonade, and it's available in a pre-mixed drink powder, or, what I prefer those effervescence tablets. You just drop in a glass of water or a bottle of water, off you go. It's like your own portable IV, but you can do it internally. Compared to sports drinks, HydroLite delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. HydroLite solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-use, easy-to-follow instructions. You can find HydroLite at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolate. Just click the banner on our site, drdrew.com, 30% off. Great deal. Do it. Uh, we have a new sponsor, uh, and we're kind of excited about these guys. They are Last House Sober Living. And, uh, Bob, what do we always say about the treatment if centers? If you're
2: doing are- your job right, they don't like you.
0: They don't like it. They <laughs> should not be satisfying. should not be gratifying. And that's what we love about Last House Sober Living in Los Angeles. It's a structured program. It's based on accountability, on action. All the places that we always complain about are gratifying, right, that they give you too much nice, 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 which is okay if you're also holding accountable, but it doesn't usually work like that. Uh, They, of course, want to combat learned helplessness, device dependency, meaning they don't let them have their phones all the time, which is, again, yes. Codependent family systems, check. Uh, the community challenges the addict with disciplinary systems. It teaches that there are consequences to their actions. The program isn't easy. It's difficult. I, Bobby, it just reminds me of what we used to do. I just remember how we used to just kick people out or yeah, ask dude. them to leave. They didn't want to be a part of it. Fine. That's fine. Our do it overhead else. was low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you love our Looking for program that aligns with many of the characteristics that we think lead to successful recovery, take a look at Last House. To learn more, visit thelasthouse.net. That is T-H-E, the last house dotnet check them out today we have somebody from that program his name is Chris Kirby came through the program and uh, tell us a little b- bit about your recovery and what happened and if you want if you're comfortable doing that you, what, oh, you're, yeah. what you're doing now
5: absolutely uh, Dr Drew um, I'm really really excited to be here um, you know like you guys said. Uh, you know we're dealing with a, a disease that is you know characterized by ego, entitlement, and selfishness, and a lot of the programs nowadays are really kind of coddle it's addicts, massaging with, that. Yeah, yeah, five star resort style accommodations, and uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm just tired of seeing people die.
0: Well, but, okay, just, in that brief couple sentences, you have just articulated things that Bob and I talk about all the time. Right. One is don't die. We're interested in people not dying. Mm-hmm. That, that, that we've gotten sick of that. And two, um, you know this idea. I I don't don't know how to articulate this without sounding like a like you said. Like you keep a smile on my face while we say it, (laughs) but there is all this coddling. Oh, the the poor hair, poor hair. No, no, no. When they're in their disease. What is what do you call it you said ego? You, selfishness, you listed a great list. Leo, yeah. ego selfishness, uh, entitlement. entitlement, grandiosity, all that is, is is that's what they're manifesting in the disease and that's what needs to be
5: hit. It needs to be confronted. Well, I'm going to say it, we're dealing with millennials these days, you know, it, as if it wasn't bad enough to be a drug uh, addict, we're dealing with millennial drug addicts. Yeah. And that's where we see the learned helplessness where they sit around oh, and you know oh, want mom you, to do it. Uh, 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 they complain about how they can't do it until somebody does it for them. So it's Bob like, does that sound familiar?
2: Well, that's what I deal with every day yeah. and that it's a fine line. But he, one thing, do you guys take insurance or you don't?
0: Uh, we don't
5: take Because insurance. the
2: insurance dictates that gra- that that kind of nonsense of, you know, how are you feeling oh, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you feeling? Oh, oh, all that <laughs> therapeutic nonsense. Whereas before when we were doing it, the insurance company didn't really dictate care. They just dictated days duration of care, of care. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And now they micromanage. Oh, boy. It, it, and, and, you know, it's, it's sober living. To, to to not allow kids to have their phones in a sober living, you are a rebel in an industry <laughs> yeah. of scum. sir. So. <laughs> <All right. Well, laughs> I mean, you're being abusive.
5: How dare you? No, no. We should definitely let them Tinder and be on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, and, yeah. You know, Maybe could, order up some drugs online while they're yeah, at oh my, like, I, I've it. I've seen it. Craigslist. I've seen it,
0: too. Yeah, Craigslist,
5: whatever. But but I'm glad to hear. So Sam. how do
2: you get? I'm really interested. How do you get people to sign up for
5: and stay? Well, well, the family piece. That's the huge piece that's being missed. But
2: they're sick, motherfuckers, too.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so tell me about it. Well, I, I'm the I'm the director of admissions. So it's oh, like, I
2: cussed. I'm sorry, Susan. <laughs> you have no idea what millennial parents are like.
5: No,
0: we're looking at them. you <laughs> <laughs> looking it. at a couple of
2: them. This is your world.
0: I'm just glad so, I'm allowed to cuss. So yeah.
2: here's the thing. Here's the thing. uh, uh, A couple of incidences happened in the last uh, six months in my life around this kind of bad parenting where a principal of my kid's school didn't respond as the parents felt she should have, and they tried to run her out of town on a rail and get her uh, out of the principalship. So they do that in treatment all the time. (sighs) It's a treatment center's fault. You're being mean to my son. You're picking on him. Yeah, you ever get that?
5: Oh, yeah, all the time, <laughs> and and so most of our our program is is controlling the families. We have a we have a consequence structure that allows the house to pretty much run itself, and the executive leadership's job is to basically manage the families. And you know they continue to try and control their loved one, right? When all the evidence over the years shows them that they can't do that in this this um, idea of control and I can control his disease and I can make him happy I mean I get it it's a mother's natural instinct to want to make their son happy to right. want him to be safe yeah Fe- and, fearful
0: if she doesn't do something he or she won't be safe
5: right and then the son plays on that in order to stay sick yeah. in order to keep getting drugs
0: I, I don't even think about it as the individual playing I just think it is an, as, as a feature of the illness it's just it, it, it's an it's interpersonal new, disease it plays a, on everything it's, it's got new, any anything you can get it will bring in
2: and yeah. there's these new mutations of it which are the parents the best friend parents i call them oh boy you know what i mean yeah they're the advocates they're their child's advocate they all they have been their whole life the soccer coach wasn't fair to their kid mm. the te- the school wasn't doing right by their kid mm-hmm. and this just extends out when you look at the history of the parents of the addicts i deal with this has been going on throughout the kid's life
0: oh sure right what, what happened to the parents what was their I wonder we gotta look at that I think it, they Logan? were
2: neglected I mean I I, I am that parent yeah. I, I was, you were neglected you didn't know you didn't yeah. feel nurtured or loved there was a right. wholeness so that was mis- missing right. so yeah. then there's a overcompensation
5: my right. mom always told me she wanted to be the mother that she never had right that's what people right. do there you and go. so that, that mom who, who complains to the soccer coach that her son's not getting enough playing time <laughs> is the same mom that complains to me that her son doesn't have a job yet and we're not finding him a job quick enough when it's like he's supposed to find Find his own job. Like, give him enough room to grow to his potential. Stop suffocating your child.
2: You'll love this. We had a client on Celebrity We Have, and I dealt with the family and the kid for years afterwards, right? And at one point, the mom was mad at the son and said, he needs to get a job at Starbucks. And I said, have you met your son? (laughs) He couldn't work at Starbucks. He can barely, like, you know, walk and chew gum at the same time. He couldn't be a barista, but to her, that was... You know, that was beneath his station in life. right? And he, did, he couldn't have functioned
5: there. I think you know who I'm talking oh, about. I d- <laughs> do, I do. Yeah, d- does
0: the, Lord, I do. Does
5: the term entitlement ring a bell here with that? Yeah,
0: oh, yeah huh. entitlement. I was, th- I was just thinking of all the adjectives you could put in your little list there. That's why I was having you list them. Was entitlement, grandiosity, ego, selfishness, self-preoccupation. Are we talking about the, the government or are we talking and, about kids? Well, no, calm down, <laughs> calm down. Hey, if anybody has a question, they can call in now at 323 649 I got a question. Where 323- are you guys at? 649 8268.
5: We're in West Los Angeles. We're in Mar Vista and Playa Vista. Oh, have, right near Promises. Th- uh, yeah, actually, right near Promises. I heard
2: Promises going out of business. No kidding. Yeah, they closed the outpatient building on Barrington.
5: So the outpatient program is done? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to just be a primary residential treatment. <laughs> And how long do you want people to stay, or do you make so? Are you working with
2: pa- pa- with Patricia promises yeah, and get absolutely. their clients? Yeah, I knew there was a connection there because Patricia's old school. Old school, <laughs> twelve
0: she steps. She
5: and I were yeah. in cry help I, together. I, I remember Patricia. Okay, okay. right. I remember her. I <laughs> knew
0: her back in the day too. So, so how long do you want people to stay, or do they have to sign up for a certain period of time?
5: Well, we say a ninety day commitment because <laughs> anything longer than that scares people. But the truth is, is we uh, graduate our residents with a year sober. Great. They've worked all twelve steps. That's they great. move into an apartment with another graduate. They're paying for it. They're not. Calling mom and dad, beds? uh, we have 44 beds. Oh throughout my goodness. Our three houses, Oof. yeah.
2: So, you did, did you pick up their sober living that's right on the street of Promises? No, a big, no. huge, huge. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, pop- yeah. Things just there is a sober it's- living, Drew. When you walked in, it looked like a regular residential house, it just kept going for like a city block. And wow. it had how many beds in there? Like 24 it, beds, it had like
5: 15 parking spaces. <laughs> in LA, that's like gold.
2: And they gave it up, Promises gave it up. So, pro- everybody's going primary residential. So sober living is going to go back to being sober living.
0: Primary right. residential, and then you follow sober living will follow the primary. There resi- won't be any of that so Florida model. Yeah, res- Nobody
2: can afford to do that Florida model anymore. Yeah, residential will be
0: will be what we did in celebrity rehab. It'll be exactly that.
2: Yeah, but they didn't it, pay. We got you got to get. The, no, you know I'm just what saying. I mean? But
0: residential will be what we used to do in the hospital. Yes, and now they do it in a residential setting, which yes. we showed clearly uh, you fine. can do you no can problem. Do it yeah, it's no problem.
2: But but what had happened was all the treatment programs um, opened up Florida models and have had them for like the last seven eight years, which is full spectrum. It's all the all the PHP IOP yeah. OP yeah. right. Yeah, the insurance industry countered about eight months ago, and they're just not going to pay the compensation they were for outpatient. So that makes it the, – the, the services that all these places were providing, they can't do. You're losing money. You can't provide housing and food and transportation and all this coddling. Whoa. So now it gives the opportunity for real sober living to come back.
5: Yeah. yeah. And
2: say so you don't want to be here? Then leave. Here's a trash bag.
5: Like real <laughs> real boundaries, not just signing a contract that says my behavior is going to improve. It's, <laughs> we, want, we want and, and a lot of it is. A lot of people say the same thing I say. You know, structure, peer accountability. A lot of programs, yeah. Yeah. Anybody can have a beautiful website and a, and, a, and a director of admissions that can talk the talk, but it's like what I what I talk about with parents is what does that look like in practice, yeah. right? And so, for example, our residents that are, are working and are contributing towards rent at the house are required to go to at least six meetings a week. So, what happens if they miss a meeting, right? Um, So at the last house, their big brother or another resident at the house actually writes that down on a board back at the house, and then they would get assigned a short essay, something on integrity, punctuality, something thought-provoking. And it's designed to be a real consequence because so many of these young men have had their consequences mitigated. Is it all male
0: program or is it all male? All male program. Men only. We didn't specify that. Okay. Yes. Good. Are you are um, going to open a female program eventually, or
5: you know, I, I get asked to do that all the time, and I just w- we've looked into it, and the question is, is will the same structure work for women? And there's a lot of other underlying issues with women regarding you know. Uh, you know, personality disorders and, and things that might not work, but, um, you know, there are a couple other good women's programs out there sure. that we still oh, work yes. with. So. Absolutely. I'm
2: excited about it. This is, you were ahead of the curve. This has been coming a long time where it's just sober living, right? Yeah. So basically. I, just, I, I was like, thinking about
0: how hard it is, though, to get people, to get these dudes off the couch and into but, the meetings. But what's and,
2: polluted the water oh. of sober living is they have to be sitting in the outpatient group so the company can yeah. bill their insurance right. and they can't get jobs. They can't go to school because they always have to be an outpatient.
4: Right, right, right. Right? right.
2: This is yeah. just the, you know, I went to my first sober living in 1988 and it was like four twin beds to a room out in North Hollywood I wasn't really a North Hollywood guy at the time (laughs) and that's where you went you didn't know any better that's what what sober living was if they would have had a nice house in the Hollywood Hills with free food and girls I would have gone there
5: Sure, yeah, and you so would. now, and you would have complained the is, about the same things at the place in Hollywood <laughs> yeah. as the place in North Hollywood
2: <laughs> because they both had a curfew or something. Well, they both right? wanted you to be sober. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's another problem. The worst right? problem. How do you deal with that? Because there's a lot of people going to treatment that don't want to be sober.
5: Well, you know, for me, when I got to the house, the. The cool thing was I had friends. Like, I made friends pretty immediately. And it's because of that structure that we had where we're we're building – we're teaching guys how to be assertive with the writing of strikes and the peer accountability. And so it broke me off from these old – uh, ideas I had about what brotherhood meant, about what loyalty meant, about what honesty meant. Cause that was snitching, right? You were snitching on me, yeah. but when it became cool to, you know, do a four step, when it became cool to meditate, when the other guys were like, dude, we don't want to hear about your war story. Like, what'd you think of the speaker at Marina Center? And, um, they taught me how to, you know, what, like, what was cool wasn't the way i was living but to like get a job it wasn't cool to hound my mom for money for cigarettes it it something changed within me and, and like a true brotherhood formed it, how long did you stay there a year wow yeah and i'm still friends with uh, a lot of the guys that you know i met in my first 90 days there and this is five years later
2: there you go so it it just reminds me of the 1980s that's what it was real treatments coming back
0: it, real treatment that you yeah. can uh, Funnel people into without getting diverted into other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris, appreciate it very much. Chris
2: Kirby again. I'm the... assuming you don't allow suboxone.
0: <laughs> no,
5: no, we're absolutely. We didn't even ask that. Yeah. It's I, a, I mean... abstinence, abstinence, abstinence. I, yeah, abstinence-based yeah. Based program. We yeah. teach people how to live life on life's terms. What yeah? do you oh, recommend? you? Just, just personally, <laughs> what do
2: you recommend when when you meet somebody at the marina center that's on suboxone, considering themselves sober? What do you, what do you, how do you how do you deal with that? How do you address it? <sighs>
5: Gosh, Bob, that's a that's a big question and and I don't want to get vilified by my industry if I get too big of an answer, but as as somebody who was in some of the first Suboxone groups at, at age 22, you were? yeah. Oh my god. Age there 22, tell us. Everybody was on Suboxone and, and and the group kept getting bigger. It never got smaller and this was and, and people would just <laughs> no, were just No ever graduated. Of course not. Exactly. And it's all 21, 22, 23 year old, you know, young men and women where it's like there is a better way.
0: Right. It just it's just people can choose the path they choose, not not where you are. Your your program is absence based, period. Yeah. And, and you would prefer and with the three of us would prefer to see people have a, f- a full and complete recovery. We would love return to a flourishing life on life's terms, right? Right, and when Which you look and when you look at
5: what's worked for 82 years with yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous, yeah, right. like it sh- it's been showing us the, the easier, softer way isn't I, the best I, way to I recover. I have decided,
0: either. by the way, one of the big solutions to our opiate problem is to unravel the attack on 12-step. I'm sick and tired of that. I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. It's, it's free, everybody. You're warning about health care. It's free. It is free, and it has worked for 82 years. Why wouldn't you give that a try? Christy,
2: Christy, when we were with him seemed like he's reinventing it. Right?
0: Who? who? Christy? Christy. Uh, I think he have you heard about he's this back thing? He's backdooring it. He no, started, he's sliding he's basically into basically it. Basically,
2: he's assigning anybody who ODs in a hospital a sponsor.
5: Yeah. It's okay. crazy. But he's calling them a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just changed the terminology. Well, <laughs> yeah. because yeah. Well, but, to the millennials. Yeah. No, give... but all,
2: this, all the coaches are sober people from A.A. I know, I know what <laughs>
5: they are. <laughs> and of course. And they, uh, yeah, their yeah.
0: goal is to get everybody into the program. And so uh, that, that's a good thing. a Anyway, we got to wrap up. Jay Moore here. We're going to go to him. But Chris, I appreciate you being part of this. Awesome. Thank you yeah. so yeah. much, the, guys. website is Dr. The website Trump. is thelasthouse.net, thelasthouse.net, and uh, let it be your first house. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Perfect. See you.
7: Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. The Dr. Drew Podcast, the This Live Podcast, and the Adam and Drew Podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr Drew's News. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about.
4: You're